Sports Therapy Reality, the podcast for aspiring sports therapists. So welcome to Sports Therapy Reality. Um, My name is Jake Francis and I will be your host today. Um, This is the first episode of Sports Therapy Reality. So um, we're going to be looking a lot at what sports therapy is. I think that's a really important one to start with because uh, if you're making a decision on on if you're going to be a sports therapist or not, you need to know what it is, right? Um, but I'm I'm not just going to give a, a definition um, of of what we're all told, but I'm I'm also going to sort of give my opinion on on that definition and also give my opinion on, on what might be missing um, and what what is required of a sports therapist the, the personal skills and what what you should be looking at if, if you're if you're um if you're thinking about becoming a sports therapist so let's let's get straight into it um i'm a uh, graduate sports therapist um a member of the society of sports therapists um, and their definition of of a sports therapist is sports therapy is an aspect of healthcare specifically concerned with prevention of injury and rehabilitation of patients back to an optimum le- uh, or back to optimum levels of functional occupational and sport specific fitness so let's just have a look at that and and break that down what it's saying is we're healthcare professionals um, and we're we're targeting the prevention of injury Um, so we want to stop injury in the first place um, because that would save everyone a lot of time it would mean that that people are in work for longer or or playing sport for longer um, and not having to worry um, about about injuries affecting their performance and and affecting how long they're in in there um, it means for those that are, are just working that they can work and not worry about losing money um, so that's that's our primary target or well, this is what this definition is saying is our primary target um, and then rehabilitation of patients back to optimum levels of functional occupational and sport specific fitness uh, well that's essentially saying when when we've got someone that comes in that's injured you want them to be back at the highest level that they can be at them um, and that might look different for different people so for someone who's who's at an office uh, who works in an office um, their level of uh, functional or occupational fitness is going to look very different from from a professional footballer and that's because they they're not required to do anywhere near as much uh, physical activity throughout the day um, so it's i think it's important to recognize the the difference 
between those two, just a uh, working person and, and someone who's actually doing sport. Um, and I think this sort of demonstrates, this definition kind of demonstrates as well that as a sports therapist, you're not just looking at people who work in, in sport or you're not just looking at sports people. Um, we can treat a huge range of um, or a huge diversity of people. So I think that's probably one big takeaway from that, from that definition. Um, my opinion on it is it's probably a little bit limited as a, as a definition. Um, I think there's an awful lot more that goes into being um, a sports therapist and, and doing sports therapy um, than just preventing injury and rehab. Um, there's, there's an awful lot behind that. Um, so what, what is missing? Well, I think, I think the first thing to look at is, is really that, that functional, occupational and sport-specific sport fitness. Um, I've seen a lot of people, and it, it, will, depend on, it will depend on the person. Um, so I think, I think what's missing is that ability to, to be able to, to talk to different people and to understand different people. Um, and perhaps that's, that's probably more the, the psychology of it as well. Um, so what I've heard a lot of people say in the industry and actually when I was at uni is that often at times we, we become more like, like counselors, um, where we have to sit and, and listen to, um, to our patients, whether that's uh, a 60 year old man or, or a, a 20 year old professional footballer. You have to sit and listen to what's going on in their life and, and how they're feeling and let them spew, basically. Let them just talk at you. Um, obviously listening as well. Um, but I think that's a, a very key part of, of being a sports therapist that I don't think, I don't think um, a lot of us really, really see and really understand. Um, so an awful lot of your time will be talking and listening um, as a sports therapist. I think that's something that, that you really have to, to know about. The other thing is with being a sports therapist is, is you put in a lot of other work as well. So it's not just about preventing. It's not just about rehabbing someone. Um, behind that you've got to look after yourself and what i mean by that is there's a there's a culture in the world now of of, of suing i i haven't seen it myself yet but which i'm quite thankful about um, but there is there is that culture there um, so you need to protect yourself and this obviously comes in the form of of notes um, taking taking notes um, and that means recording absolutely everything that you you say to a patient, everything that you you hear from the patient, um, and everything that you find in 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 assessments and 
and when you're when you're rehabbing them as well or preventing injury so there's a lot of paperwork behind it too um however having said that i don't want to frighten people away from sports therapy because i think it's amazing um it is a very very different role from from a normal a normal working life you you will end up being with with all sorts of different people um and actually actively um writing them programs and and delivering those programs so you're you're actually in a very physically active role although there's a there is a lot of admin to it um we're perceived as 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 more delivering um and and doing rather than rather than recording um which we we do have to do but you will you will it's probably probably more you're probably doing more than you are doing admin if that makes sense um but there is that admin element and we have to be aware of that so i i'm going to bring it around now and i'm going to talk look if you're if you're looking to to become a sports therapist there's a few things you need to think about and i've already mentioned some there um that you might already be thinking mm, not for me or yeah it sounds pretty good um but you you have to think about your education and your route to to that career um because at the end of the day sports therapy is, is is a is a career um so how are you going to get there and what you won't hear or what you will hear from from uh, universities um trying to sell the society of sports therapists um accredited degrees is that you have to go to uni you have to go to uni to become a sports therapist now that's not strictly true um sports therapy isn't a protected title so being completely honest here you could go and do some courses um after college that aren't related to to uni that you don't get a degree from and you can go and work as a sports therapist now the the problem with that um and this is this is something that you will need to decide the problem with that is that you don't have anywhere near the knowledge of of a graduate sports therapist and that underpinning knowledge is so key um it's so important understanding the the physiology physiology the biomechanics the the uh, way uh, an injury happens and 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 that kind of thing you, it makes your life so much easier as a sports therapist i'll give you an example like a mechanism of injury um if you have someone who comes to you and says um yep i planted my foot um outwards and my knee twisted downwards as i as i was changing changing direction 
in, in a football match. Now, to me, I know exactly what that injury is straight away, or at least I have an extremely good idea of what that injury is likely to be. If you're not aware of that mechanism of, of injury, then how are you supposed to, to come to a conclusion um, or a, an effective, efficient conclusion um, of, of what that injury is? And then if, you're, if you can't do that, then how can you progress from them being injured to, to, uh, to rehab, um, to the appropriate rehab, um, and then with the appropriate rehab, you have to have the knowledge of the the um, the training principle of training principles and and how to actually get someone from being injured to to not injured and back to playing sport again or or back to work again. So what I'm saying is you can go and do sports therapy and call yourself a sports therapist with a two week course. That's fine. It'll cost you a lot less. Um, and you'll be, you'll be able to, to call yourself a sports therapist. And if you're, if you're savvy enough, you might earn a decent amount of money. However, in my opinion, I don't think you'll ever reach the, the heights of, of someone with, with a, a graduate degree um, because you, you, you won't have the knowledge. You won't have the appropriate knowledge to be able to do enough. So I think, I think that's a really important, important thing to think about straight away. If you're in college and you want to be a sports therapist, I would probably edge towards looking towards uni. Now, the other question is as well is, um, is what's your end goal? So do you want to work with athletes? Do you want to work in sport? Or do you want to work in the NHS? Or do you want to work in your own private clinic? What, what do you want to be doing for, for your career? And this is, this is something that it, very early on, I, I suppose from working in college uh, or studying in college, if you're, if you're listening to this and you're, you're in college right now and you're thinking, I don't know what I want to do in, in three, four years' time. I don't know what my end goal is. I don't know. I don't know how to get there. Well, you need to know what the what your end goal is first, um, especially if you're looking at something like sports therapy. Sports therapy is a very it's it's career driven. So if you're if you're looking at sports therapy and you don't know that that's what you want to do, um, then I would suggest doing a little bit more research, decide where you want to be after university or, or after, after college, and then figure out whether that's the right choice for you. If you still don't know, um, it's very specific. It's a very specific degree. 
So if you're not sure after doing that research, then perhaps you might want to look at something a bit more broad, uh, like say sports science. Um, that will give you a much better understanding uh, or it will give you a very good understanding of, of the industry and, 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 uh, and sports science as a whole. And then it might allow you to, to uh, specialise after you've graduated from that. So you might be able to do like a master's in sports therapy or, or a physiotherapy degree or, or something like that. And then the other point on that is if your goal is to work in, in sport at any level, then sport therapy might be a little bit better for you. It's targeted at, um, at MSK specifically, musculoskeletal um, injuries and pathologies specifically. So that means that you're essentially be specialists um, in, in injuries of muscles, bones, uh, and things like that. However, I will raise a point later on, if you're looking to push towards more elite levels of, of sport and work high up in those elite levels of sport, then I, I will talk about this in a later episode a lot more, but you need to think about whether doing sports therapy is the right course of action um, or is, is looking uh, at, at a different career career or a different degree a better choice i still haven't figured out that answer for myself um, i'm obviously working um at west Bromwich albion so you might argue that actually uh i'm working at pretty a pretty elite level um in in sport as a sports therapist so that might persuade you to do to do sports therapy as a degree. On the other hand, if you're not keen on working in sport, you just want to work in, uh, I don't know, your own private clinic, um, or you want to work in the NHS, um, then I would suggest veering away from sports therapy completely um, and look towards physiotherapy. Uh, that's simply because Physiotherapy at a bachelor's degree level puts you straight into the NHS, puts you straight into uh, cardiac and respiratory and, and neurological as well as MSK. Um, so it, it looks into a very broad area of, of physical therapy, essentially. Um, but with the aim of getting you into the NHS. Now, what you can do once you've graduated as a physiotherapist, you can go private straight away. So you don't, you don't have to work in the NHS after graduating. Um, but, but you will be doing stuff within the NHS whilst you're on that, that degree. So, yeah, I think, I think that covers pretty much everything um i mean as even as a sports therapist you can 
you can decide after you've done sports therapy that you don't necessarily want to work in sport and that's fine as well you can you can work within clinics uh your own clinic as well um and that's a that's the self-employed life i suppose so yeah i think it's very important to take into account those um your your education the level of sport you want to work in um or even if you don't want to work in sport at all take that into account when you're thinking about it the other point is is that if you're if you're thinking yeah sports therapy this this might be for me um i want to work in football blah 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 um have a think about the the type of job and the type of job that that will be it's very unsociable hours i am impressed that i've i've managed to to do this podcast to be honest working as a full-time therapist in football um i tend to work most evenings um saturday and sunday um and sometimes you'll work very early mornings as well um and it's it's that middle of the day um when everyone else is at work when you might not be doing anything so i think it's really key to to think about that to think about whether you want to work in sport or you want to do um sports therapy or physiotherapy as, as a private clinician because that again relies on people um not being in work and when they're not in work is in the evenings very early mornings so yeah i i think that's one to think about if you're if you're thinking yeah i just want to study uh, you know nine to five job that's not going to happen if you want to be a sports therapist or or a physiotherapist or even a rehabilitation um uh, a rehabilitation therapist um any of those kind of kind of roles so i'm going to wrap episode one up there um i've sort of covered briefly uh, everything about sports therapy and what it is and and the kind of level and, and what you should be looking at if you're aspiring to be a sports therapist. Um, I will look more into in future episodes into in into some of the points I've I've raised in in this today, but I, I also want to go over my education because um, I think it's it it can be a good example for people. Um, to understand how someone else has gone gone through it um, and come out the other side, and then looking looking at my career as well, um, I want to have a look at that, um, reflect on it a little bit, and and just see what you guys think, and and uh, yeah, share it with you so that so that you can again understand the things that I've learned since since I've since I've graduated. Um, and since I've been at uni as well. Um, yeah. So thanks a lot for listening, guys. Um, and join us for the next episode soon.
If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a review. You can also connect with me on Instagram. Just type in Jake Francis underscore sports therapy.